Hello and welcome everyone to our 51st session of Hello Casa. My name is Michael and today I'm talking to Tiara Maliono from Bali, Indonesia. Tiara has been working in the real estate sector for five years now, even more than that, and is now CEO of Prime Property Bali, a company which focuses on long-term rentals of exclusive real estate properties in Bali. Tiara, it's great to have you on the show. Um, you're the first person from Indonesia, from Bali, from Denpasar. Um, thank you so much for your time. Why don't you introduce yourself yeah. to our audience? Okay, first of all, thanks so much, Michael, for having me here. And then, yeah, so I'm honored to be the first Indonesian person who've been in your show. So I'm going to introduce myself and Tiara. And then, yeah, I've been in real estate around like five or six years already right now. And I've been like, yeah, up and downs, like, Uh, doing long-term rental as an um, expert on. I'm working for like one of the biggest uh, real estate company in Bali before. Mm -hmm. And then now I'm trying to open my own business because, yeah, I've tried to be more uh, independent. Awesome. <laughs> so, sort of like that, yeah. That's amazing. I'm always yeah. impressed to, to, uh, to talk to people who open their own business, mm -hmm. especially... I assume you're still a very young person, so it's it's great to have like the courage to take that leap and say, you know, I'm gonna start my own business. Yeah, because uh, again, like in Indonesia, like uh, for local, it's not as hard as foreigner, for example, to open their own business in here. So, but again, like my partner is also my business partner is also a foreigner, but. Mm -hmm. Again, like it's the company, it's a hundred percent below me or under me, awesome. so it's all right. <laughs> Great. And um, let's yeah. talk uh, talk us a little bit about your earlier career. Um, you um, before um, what did you do before you started uh, to work in the real yeah. estate business? So it's kind of like funny story before because I was like a performing artist, like. I, I do dance, like all kind of dancing. And then I, I've been living in Singapore, also Malaysia or any other country. But again, I came back to Bali because it's my home. <laughs> and yeah. And then one one of the uh, moment, one moment, my like friend of mine before, like, uh, and when I came back to Bali, I'm like, should I do this again or not? And then Like one of my friends offered me the job to be like a listing agent. That's my early career before I'm starting as the listing agent for the yearly rental uh, company or yearly rental department in one company. And yeah, I just like, why not? I have no background in the real estate at all. But as I've always believed in myself, you're learning by doing. If you're not doing it, you're not going to learn it. Or how how can you know that you can do it? And yeah, um, doing the listing for at least one one year and a half, and then I got um, I got promoted as the supervisor, and after that I got promoted again as the team leader for the department. Awesome, um, listing agent means you are uh, focusing mainly on the uh, renters and making sure that um, they are uh, renting the the real estate properties. So how does that work? Okay. Listing agent is actually the one who lists the villas to give to the clients okay. after that. Yeah, so I list the villas. That, so I basically uh, contacting more the owners of the villas. And then uh, for starter, like I'm 
I'm uh, normally only focusing on villas, no, no house or apartment because that is for so many people or so many uh, tourists who come to Bali, they care more about villas rather than the other buildings or the other properties. Okay, I get it. Okay. Yeah, so... And like now, that. and now you started, and then you just decided, okay, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna replicate or even uh, do that and do that a little bit better with the uh, prime property Bali. Yeah. So actually, my business is a little bit different than what I do because again, like I want to like spread all of my uh, ideas into one. Mm -hmm. And um, actually, right now, I'm gonna like uh, explain later how the investment property works because mm -hmm. that's uh, what what my company is really focused on. Mm -hmm. So basically, yeah, I decide to be like, uh, want to do by myself and then let's see, because it's, it's something that I can like, I'm, I'm good at or yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So why not to try? Absolutely but again, no. I'm going to explain, yeah, I explain later, like Amazing. how, yeah, what kind of unique services that my company going to offer. Awesome. Perfect. Um, tell us a little bit about Bali. Um, I know Bali is super famous, but still me personally, yeah. I've never been. So why don't you yeah. give us a quick overview of the island itself, what it has to offer? Yeah. You know what, Michael, like this is funny. People mostly like overseas is know Bali, but don't know Indonesia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, like I, I heard something like, oh, you're from Bali, but people never tell me that I'm from Indonesia, that's but true. they just like. Like, like I'm from Bali, but Bali's part of Indonesia. So like that's how famous Bali is. And um like in, in um according to the rate I like I like to the uh government uh state, it's the the tourists or all the foreigners who come to Bali is increasing every year. So For, for example, like Bali has everything for starter. It has beach, it has mountain, it has volcano. It has a little bit of city life. Mm -hmm. but And then a little bit of a party life or some sort like that. If you want to go to party, mm -hmm. just go to Kuta or Seminyak area, which is a lot. Like Australia normally always go there for mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And then for 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 people who wants to peace, yoga and some like that, they go to Ubud. Mm -hmm. And for the surfing, they go to Uluwatu, mm -hmm. some sort of like that. So yeah, Bali has what is it like for me I love it like living here because if uh to be honest, like every weekend I always go to Ubud or uh always go to North Bali just mm -hmm to read them myself for a little bit quietness because it has everything to offer. Yeah. Um, how, how long does it take in, uh, from Denpasar to uh, to the north or to Ubud, more or less? You know, like Bali is like a really small island. Mm -hmm. You know, from the, the corner to corner, it only took like six hours or seven at the max. Okay. From, uh, you know, from corner to corner, like it depends like where you go. From here to Ubud, just one hour away. Here to Ahmed. Or here to Mount Batur or volcano Mount Agung, it just about takes two or three hours, and it's all can be like really uh, easy to reach because there's a lot of tour tour guide or a lot of travel agency as well that gonna sort it out for you yeah. because of the yeah the the high of the demand of that. You just mentioned uh, the volcano. You have the Mount Batur. 
which is like more yeah. than 2,000 meters above sea level. Have you hiked it uh, yourself yet? I did. Oh, I did. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. I did. I did. I did hike to the Mount Batur before, uh-huh. and it takes up I think two and a half until three hours mm-hmm. to go up, and then to go back is another two or three hours. Wow. But next time I really want to go to the volcano of Mount Ago, which is I think two years ago it just erupted. Okay, well, so yeah. the, the, I, I heard that there are a lot of active volcanoes uh, at the moment, and it's, it's I think it's super scary, isn't it? It's not really actually. Like, um, it just erupted about like two years ago, two thousand seventeen, if I'm not mistaken. So, because of the city and the volcano is really far, about like okay. three hours away, so we don't get any effect mm-hmm. or some sort of like the ashes or something like that. But there's a lot of people that are already evacuated. They already know. But that's what makes Bali more challenging. You know, yeah. like. I really, really like one day. I really want to go there and see the lava. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then yeah. uh, for the audience who have um, who who have not been to Ubud or to to Bali itself, um, can you describe a little bit this um, very spirit? It's a very spiritual location, yeah. Ubud in the mountains, correct? Yeah, Ubud is really, really spiritual. Like, it, of course, you have seen like some of the audience have seen it, pray and love. Mm-hmm. They they seek the prey, or or they they seek the love is in uh, Ubud or is in Bali, which is that the Julia Roberts went to Ubud and then they went like a one of the spiritual guy who like uh, find her peace mm-hmm. to find the love. I know this is just a movie, but I found it really really true because so many people that okay this is spiritually thing sometimes like people who don't uh like when they're skeptical they don't believe in that but sometimes you're finding your like your peace or uh or some sort of uh quietness in your in your in your uh in yourself is needed someone's help and then Ubud is the perfect place because there's a lot of yoga barns and then a lot of like activity and then I went recently of the pyramid of chai so pyramid of chai is just like a place like yoga place but with the really another uh music or another surrounding you that really really make you really peaceful and that's Ubud is really high uh, demanded places people always go when you come to Bali okay Mm-hmm. Super, no, super, um, super interesting, and I think like yeah. it's it's a very spiritual uh, place. Um, but apart from the spirituality, I heard that in Ubud you also have a lot of foreigners who work from Ubud. Is that correct, or is that rather than Pazar? Uh, it's it's the foreigners nowadays like all over the place. As I'm saying before, yeah, as I'm saying before, Ubud is really high demanding places right now. So there's a lot of resort, a lot of new restaurant and a lot of like really, really um yoga, uh like yoga or spiritual places that just open and mostly of um, like seeking of a foreigners uh what do you say foreigners employer mm-hmm. to raise their quality or something like that. But I'm not sure like I don't think that's really really necessary though because without them Ubud is already famous anyway people will always go there awesome okay yeah um 
And then uh, you are uh, you mentioned Uluwatu. This is when you want to surf. This is uh, yeah. you, this is a nice beach in the in the south of Benpazar or yeah. of the main capital or of the main city. Okay. I saw Uluwatu actually. Our bucket area is is just like thirty minutes from from okay. the main area, Seminyak Orkuta. It's just like up to the hills, yeah. and then so many people like wants to go there only for surf because of the wave there. I'm not sure because I don't surf, yeah. so. The wave that they said that it's um uh different, mm -hmm. and then you can see from the beaches there also like you're gonna see like the cliff view, and then um yeah some sort of like really different view from what is it the uh city beach like Kuta or Seminyak which is just flat beach like that. But it's in Uluwatu you're gonna see the cliffs, okay. you're gonna see like really nice wave. That what they say. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Um, you just mentioned um, Seminyak and also maybe this is a good um, segue to Denpazar itself. Um, tell us a little about in uh, about Denpazar, the main city on mm -hmm. of, of Bali, because you're um, also based in Denpazar, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So actually, Denpazar is the province, like the 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 capital of Bali. Mm -hmm. And then Pasar is like uh, divided by a lot of uh, areas such as Krobokan, Uluwatu, Seminyak, and that, that, that. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, the main city is actually far, like from the city life or from the foreigner life, mm -hmm. because it's really, really still a civilization of locals. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so it's called like uh, Monument Bajira Sandi, which is in, in um, Renon. The, I think that. That's the center of Denpasar, and there's, I'm not, I, I don't see there's a lot of foreigners life up there because so many foreigners is just scared to live nearby the beach, which is a little bit, forty minutes or forty five minutes from the, from uh Denpasar. So yeah, it's still nice to see locals or <laughs> hang around. I I yeah, I just want to mention. Okay, you are you you can you can save it yourself a little bit from the from the tourists when you. And, and be around your your um, your okay. local friends. Yeah. Um, yeah, you have some interesting um, also points of interest in Denpasar itself. Mm -hmm. uh, one of them is the Pasar Badu Market, um, mm -hmm. or or like this is one of the apparently like one of the biggest uh, open markets in in Denpasar. Can you tell? Yeah. Can you give us a description about that one? So the Denpasar uh, Badung market is actually the traditional market which is already open since 1 a.m. every day. Wow. Since, yeah, 1 a.m. is already considered in the morning for the locals here. So okay. normally they go to work at 1 a.m. and then they're going to close around like 10 a.m. or around 11. But that's like how it goes. But yeah. As you say, it is the biggest market in uh, Denpasar and then that's don't don't say about the uh, uh price comparison because it's like really far from the uh what, it, what i'm gonna say like foreign uh, area and yeah. then the local area yeah. because again i think every places have this kind of price difference mm -hmm. like foreign area which is like touristic area which where the price is like really high yeah. and then the local area which is that's the normal price yeah and that's that's the Pasar Badung. So I think like I, I seen like a lot of people go there and that uh, always traffic, for example. Mm -hmm. 
always traffic in front of the market and that that just show how busy the market is every single day okay awesome yeah. um you just mentioned traffic um mm -hmm. how, how do you go around like i think most of the uh, traffic on most of the transport is via via scooter and via motorcycle yeah. or um are there also public i also heard that the public transport okay. um is very very well well um Well, the infrastructure is very, very good. Yeah, so again, like Bali is the highest touristic area in Indonesia. So there's a lot of online transportation. So in Indonesia itself, we have uh, Gojek, also Grab. Have you heard about Grab? Yeah, yeah Grab. Yeah. And so an Uber. Mm -hmm. But people right now, uh, this is what I don't, uh, what, what do you say? Yeah, what I don't like about tourists because some of the people who don't have an access for motorbike in their country they want to they want to do or they want to ride the motorbike here because it's cheap to get here and that's the easiest way to get to get you around yeah surely you have no idea how to ride it absolutely I see, yeah i've seen a lot of like tourists like get into an accident something like that when they drunk and then they're riding motorbike something like that And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, recommend you to do that, like, at all. Just go to the online transportation, as I mentioned, go check or grab, so, and they, and they go to charge you a really, really low price, because it's still a really local price. And, yeah. No, I, 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 to I totally agree. I think uh, uh, renting a scooter is, um, should really be very uh, done in a very considerate way. Uh, yeah. because um, afterwards once you have an accident you feel like okay was it really worth it to to um, to take that risk and the risk is like yeah. not being estimated in, in, in the correct way so i totally agree yeah. with you exactly and most often like it's not it's not about like he, they put themselves into the danger they put another person into the danger as well absolutely like Right, and then I was like, okay, I don't care if you don't care about your life, but we still do care about our Absolutely. life. That's what I like, how we simple to put it that way. No, it's true. You're still participating yeah. in the same traffic, uh, and and uh, yeah. that's why you are also exposing others to the same risk. Yeah, I, I totally. Agree. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, going around is you don't necessarily need a cycle, a motorcycle. You don't need a you, you don't need a scooter because you also have, as you say, like Grab and and even I think yeah. even public buses to go from A to B, and um, so you can definitely do that. That's that's great. Okay. Um, give us a little bit of an of an overview because mm -hmm. I'm also uh, interested in Denpasar as a city. Mm -hmm of mm -hmm. neighborhoods especially also yeah. because it's like local and i'm also always interested in like local markets and not only only the touristy yeah. areas so how is the neighborhood structure of denpasar um, segmented okay so uh in the denpasar area in the city so i'm saying like the local area they mostly in the complex area or in the civilization area so there's their houses is not really um separated like what in the foreigner area because in the foreigner area there's a lot of villas which is like takes up a lot of like big gates yeah. to separate them but in 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 local area i think like that there's a lot of areas as well as well in in around the world that they just want to talk to the neighbor yeah. this and that right so uh the the build it's, it's so rare to find to find a villa 
in the local uh, area or in the civilization, like in the Denpasar or something like that. But I, I don't, I don't say that there is no villa, but it's so so hard to get yeah. that kind yeah. of uh, property in there. And also for the prices, also it's really really different. <laughs> Again, like high demanded area right now is in the foreign area, which is a uh, Seminyak. Kuta and not right now the hype one is Changu. Okay. Yeah, Changu area is right now really really hype and really high demanding right now. So there is like different kind of um uh like type and different kind of prices. What makes uh local is more cheap and more what it says yeah uh, affordable for us for local right now because the real estate uh the real estate value in indonesia or even in bali right now is so unbelievable for me local to yeah. say that yeah, yeah I, i understand so am i correct if i say them uh, for tourists there are like the three main areas uh, which for uh, which tourists are more or less like concentrated is yeah. kuta is seminya mm -hmm. And it's and also and it's jungle, mm -hmm. and that's all uh, um, across the um, along the east coast. Yeah, that is all along. Uh, no, I'm sorry, the west coast, correct? It's it's towards yeah. it's towards Java. It's, yes, towards Java. It's towards Java. So that is the most the mainly the mainly area for the tourists. Every time tourists come, they just go there. But again, so many people go to Ubud as well. Yeah, and Ubud. Or, yeah, yeah, and Ubud exactly. Yeah. Okay. And Ubud. Okay, um, can you give us a little bit an over or uh, maybe describe a little bit Changu and why do you think uh, so many tourists right now are flocking there? Oh. Okay, so when I started in real estate before, I think like six years ago, Changu, it was like really quiet, like not much building there, this and that. And I think because of the, um, the, uh, structure or the buildings in Kuta and Seminyak is really overwhelmed or out of control. They move the area a little bit more mm -hmm. uh, west, mm -hmm. which is Changu. Mm -hmm. And then still like there's a lot of beaches there also. And right now I can see like there is no more, um, what is it? No more uh, rice field as I saw before. Okay. But in, in yeah, but in the main area, in the main the, in the center, area, okay. yeah. So uh, and right now they keep building, keep building, keep building, and then yeah, mostly restaurant and also villas because again, people always seek a real estate yeah. business opportunity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you have um, Seminyak, which is already more mature. Which is uh, which was before that because it's closer to Denpasar. Is that correct to the to the oh. city center of Denpasar? Actually, all all the area is just like five minutes away from each other, five okay. or ten minutes away from each other. They're just next to each other. But um, yeah, right now that so many people like for myself, I live in Seminyak, so there is a lot of I I seen a lot of uh foreigner life or foreigner activity here rather than in Renon. Got it. Okay, good. No, it's also good. It's a very good um, support or assistance for me to say it. It's like five minutes away because sometimes you're making up mm. your mind like, and you think like, okay, it's yeah. so so diverse and, and, and uh, it's almost uh, two different towns. But in fact, as you say, it's mm. very proximate, everything. Um, yeah. 
do you have do you sometimes talk to um, locals or do you also know what the government um, thinks about all the tourists coming there and are there any plans maybe some sometimes uh, like i i talked um last mm. friday to um to um, one person from vancouver they just impose um an, a tax on foreign real estate um investors which are higher tax than locals do you know if there's something like that as a trend from the government to stop it or is it well received and how also do the locals see it so basically at the first at the first time like uh for for the tax regulation or some kind of rule or law foreigner cannot own any property or any businesses in indonesia mm -hmm. without without locals name mm -hmm. yeah That's for good. example Yeah, for example, if you want to build, uh, if you want to have like a business in Indonesia, you have a local partner and put your business under the name. Okay. Which is good for 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 us for Indonesia because, again, like so many foreigners have, like, they can afford to have their business exactly. here, but not, but not local. So, if if the government like really give a hundred percent, what is a hundred percent rights? To the business, no more life for the locals. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, and, yeah, and then but, but since uh, nowadays, as I heard, like this is, I just uh, make not not make help my my clients to set their business, the new business here. They put foreigner one from uh, Hungary and one from German as well, mm -hmm. and they can because of the the law is uh, change the rule is change and then now foreigner can have like a hundred percent rights to the business as long as they put one local name as their employer not as the partner anymore okay so you are employed mm -hmm. in 100 different companies then i assume yeah yeah the regulation is really really hard though that you have to have this kind of uh, money in your account like in your uh in your bank what how much uh what is this value of your company outside this and that yeah. so it's kind of yeah but it's nice i mean uh, setting up a business is definitely always good to to, <laughs> yeah. to, to also allow foreigners to to um to yeah. start new businesses um, yeah. while yes selling the country to to foreigners and the real estate is, is a different is a different topic i think um yeah. concerning your business um, mm -hmm. guide us a little bit through first of all um how the process was for you as a local to set it up and then okay. and then um give us a little bit uh, of of um, information about um also your challenges in the very beginning okay so okay because it's uh, like I kind of say this is kind of new because I just started it like last year and it's kind of like a, there's just some obstacle of course because I'm like a, uh, again people always I, I, I'm not saying always but like uh, mostly my clients never do that to me but because I'm young and something like that they, so they meet just me like oh you have your own business like how credible you are or how compatible you are something like that that's that obstacle that i'm still uh, learning right now but to set up a business you just um have an idea have the website and then you uh, go to um 
notary to set up your PD. PD is like legalization of the company. And then, yeah, pay the tax and that's it. Okay. Yeah, your own company. But that is, yeah, there, there, there's some like, some uh, fee that we have to pay to, okay. to set up a company. Okay, mm-hmm. and um, tell us about, about the services you're offering. Um, tell, give us, uh, give us an overview. How can you help foreigners who are looking for mm-hmm. um, for rentals and uh, exclusive yep. properties in Bali? Okay, so uh, again, what I'm saying before in the beginning, I'm the expert for the long-term rental, which is I'm only handling minimum six months and maximum is 10 years. That's still counting as the yearly rental in Bali. Above that is called leasehold or um, leasehold that the foreigner only can own leasehold for 30 years maximum. And then they can renew it until I think until 90 years. Mm-hmm. Bring you together and after that you cannot own the property unless you have the uh, local name so basically yeah i'm offering like uh, some sort of long-term rental there's like a lot of my clients which is um they just got a job in bali or uh some sort of they just want to set up the new life in bali mm-hmm. i can find them home and then this is the newest of the my my business is uh prop property investment so i'm gonna uh, explain to you what is property investment so property investment actually is everybody knows bali everybody know that this is the high highest touristic area in bali and i always tell myself like what is the biggest business that never goes out of way it's like uh so it's gonna be business uh no no uh restaurants and then tourist, uh, touristic things like travel agent, this and that, and then real estate. Mm-hmm. And so many, not so many, like 50% of my clients before, they're looking for the sublease mm-hmm. villas, which is they rent for one or two years and then they rent it again as the daily rental. Okay. Yeah. May, may I just ask, uh, or I have okay. some follow-up questions, just, just to make sure. Mm-hmm. The leasehold is a rental directly with the property owner or am or am i am leasing i am leasing the apartment as per i'm kind of have the option after 90 plus 30 years to buy it to own it because i have to wait first i have to wait 30 years and then i have to wait 90 90 years and then i can no you can for the foreigner you can't own that's okay. the, the, yeah, the maximum uh, length that you can own your property in Bali is only for the 90 years. Okay, and then I will have to give it up again. I have to rent it. Uh, exactly. Okay, I understand. So, mm-hmm. so more or less, I then have I have rented the property for, for 90 years in total. It's not like 90 yeah. years. Okay. Yeah, 90 in total. Okay, and then I um, and this is this is the main focus of your and all the let's say if I rent a property with you, or mm-hmm. most of them will be the leasehold. No, most of them is yearly rental, which is six months until ten years maximum. Okay, okay, and this yeah. is a, this is the normal yearly rental, and I don't have I yeah. don't and the contract also then states yearly rental, mm-hmm. and then you you are the 
you're the property owner or someone else the property owner and then you are you're just uh, facilitating the service the agent yeah uh, i'm just a broker actually like uh okay so the difference between yearly rental and the leasehold because the regulation is different yeah. for the leasehold the regulation is count as you buy the property so it's going to be more um because it's involved going to be involved more money so it's going to yeah. be involved like more uh more steps or more regulation or more law involved so if you like under under 10 years it still count as rental okay and that's why you're focusing on mm. that uh, on that yeah. term. exactly yeah okay. and that is like simpler way to do that but the contract is still between you and the owner anyway we mm -hmm. are just here as this broker who find you the house and mm -hmm. then like take up all the paperwork and that's it okay um tell us uh, give me uh, the, an overview of the process you just mentioned the process and you take all the, yeah. all the paperwork if i now decide to um, to rent with uh, with you um, a villa how what would i have to consider okay so uh like like for for the pro tips like if you wanna like wanna find a house here or find a villa here or rent a villa please do search first like which area that you like and then um study the market because different area has different uh price differences like really significance for example like in seminyak in ubud the prices are really really far far apart mm -hmm. yeah because Ubud is more quiet area, this and that, but Seminyak, for example, or Changu right now is like really hype area, so the price is really expensive around here. So this is like what kind of um my challenge as well as a realtor in Bali, that I have to educate new people that Bali is cheap, is it? But uh, Bali is cheaper, but doesn't mean it's cheap at all. Yeah. Yeah, because of the tourists like keep coming, it also like uh, bringing up all the value in it. Yeah. And then everything is become like become more uh, really, really high. I, yeah. I, I can't believe it. Like the first time I started it's about like six years ago and the prices right now is really, really um, different than the other. I don't, I don't say this is not affordable, yeah. but but just yes. for an idea yeah, yeah just not not expecting everything as cheap as you thought yeah. <laughs> something as, like as, that as, yeah. as someone tells you who has visited bali 10 years ago oh it's so cheap yeah okay i just yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then if you see it again why bali is so expensive right now so so much uh like so much different than the others come on tourists right. is also the biggest factor for yeah. that no absolutely um, it's a good, it's a good um, topic. Um, where okay. do you see the market in Bali um, in the next coming years? Do you do you see it still inc increasing even more, or do you think there's there is so much yeah. on top of of uh, all the imagination of prices? It definitely has okay. to stop in a certain way. Okay, so because I'm experting in rental. So yeah. every every year, and I'm I'm doing like uh, the yearly rental. So I'm I'm observing the market as per year. Yeah. So every year, the the villas or the property values gonna adds up at least five percent every year. Okay. Yeah, but uh, I think this year is a little bit more down, but it doesn't mean it's like really really pushed down. Mm -hmm. But um. The the property value right now is really really increased and moreover because so many people wants to invest here and so many tourists want to come 
Hmm? I think it makes like makes the the value or even the the buildings or anything like that is more increasing every year. Okay. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the the people and your clients, where will they come from the most? Is it uh, mainly Australians, mainly Europeans, maybe Asian, mainly Asians? Where where do they come from the most? So, in my previous company, I'm working for the French company, which is mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they have uh, we have they have another office in France, so mostly the clients came from Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, but we also, I'm going to put it this way, like 50% of Europe, mm-hmm. uh, 30% of the Australia, and 20% of the local. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, if I now say, okay, interesting, I definitely want to um, go with you and I would like to have the you know six-month uh, rental Mm-hmm. What, what for paperwork would I have to do and what would I do I just mm-hmm. need to, to bring my ID my local ID or passport I need I and passport and that's it okay and then I, yeah, I um, do, you require, and then, do you require a um, I don't know like a payment in advance to make sure that uh, you know I'm not running away or mm-hmm. at least it's it's normal here in, in Europe to pay like normally one to two to three rents um, in advance um, mm. if, if you break I don't know if, if something gets broken or yeah. anything like that so so like uh, my standard contract like our my company standard contract is also like um, really really uh, like what is it covering the clients as well but also the owner because again like we are broker here as the That's middle super. person yeah. and then yeah for the all we need to do from the and and it's also like legalized so you don't need notary or something like that because it's just the yearly rent but if you as i mentioned before like leasehold or buying you need to go to notary mm-hmm. to go to like really legalize yeah. something like that but this is because of the rental and the property is still owned a hundred percent by the owner yeah so yeah the contract from us is like uh is enough so we actually just need passport from the clients and the id from the owner and then we just like make everything and then actually we need 20 percent deposit in advance before the check-in date uh 20 of of the entire oh. rental period yeah okay. and then that's 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 before the check-in date because Normally, so there, there's like a few methods of payment that we can talk about. Like, it's all depend on what uh, the discussion would be within the order. Sometimes my clients want to do like two two times payment or sometimes three times payment, four times payment. It's all depend on the negotiation with the owner. Okay. So, but normally, all in advance. Okay. You mean mm-hmm. um, four times payment as per four months in, in advance? Yeah. So, for example, if you want to rent for six months, and then two months from now you're gonna check in, but by the time you like sign the contract, you need to put down twenty percent, and then at twenty percent, and then you're gonna like pay the rest or the balance of the payment by the time you check in, which is in two months, something like that, and then you can live six months okay. in the house. Um... And the twenty percent are of the monthly rent or are, uh, at at signing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for 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 the period, 
for for the total price that you for for the six month price as we ah, for the, the ah, okay for the six month not for because I I imagine having the cash for ten years would be a little bit too much of of uh, of, uh, yeah. of down payment maybe some people that don't have that okay yeah okay got it um and then just uh, uh to make sure then the the contract for the tenant for the, yeah. for the property is then I'm uh, I'm negotiating or I'm having the contract only with you or also with the property between, owner. So it's the contract between you and the property owner. Okay. So before you yeah before you sign everything, we're gonna send you the draft contract, which is you can put the comments like something like that, which is like what kind of this. That's the negotiation phase. Yeah. Is the contract and then yeah so normally because this is a. So the, this is apply for the fully furnished uh, villas. Yeah. Normal, like normally, the villas need ten percent in on top to secure the uh, to secure the furniture. It's called security uh, security bond. Yeah. To secure the furniture if it's there is broke or something like that, but it's going to be refundable at the end of the contract if you didn't break anything. Okay, sure. Makes makes mm -hmm. sense. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, is it also common to um? To start such a such a rental contract with um, several people, like I am a bunch of friends, and say mm -hmm. I want to move to Bali, uh, but I only need one room, and I would like to still live in a nice villa, and I am mm -hmm. I don't know, like I work remotely. Is that possible with you as well? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So it's called um. So even you can put like uh, maximum of three different names, uh, three all names. Yeah. The, as the lace, we call it lace or tenant, yeah. and then or a three maximum for the owner also, okay. who gonna sign the contract. Okay. Or, yeah. or you don't need that actually. So some mostly, uh, not mostly, fifty percent of the villas are up for sublease, which means when you, for example, if you wanna rent it for, uh, you rent a house for one year, and then within six six months or five months, you need to leave the house. You are have a right to rent the villa for someone else. Okay, that's for nice. For the, yeah, for the rest of the contract. Okay, that's good. Mm -hmm. Um, can you give us some examples of your portfolio of uh, of villas you have right now to offer to to get an idea? Um, maybe in um, uh, in not in rupee prices for me, but maybe in dollar prices if possible. Okay. So actually, uh, because of the market right now is a kind of high. Mm -hmm. So what what I'm, for example, like, uh, you you can you can check on my website as well that yeah. there is a lot of uh, different prices for the different area and different kind of uh different type of villas, mm -hmm. and um, for a nice three bedroom villa, perhaps like twenty thousand, twenty thousand or twenty three thousand per year. And uh, for one bedroom apartment, perhaps just like nine thousand or eight thousand per year. Okay. And then it's all de depending on what area are you looking for, and what kind of style and what kind of uh type you you uh, like you're looking for because different type and different style, of course, different prices. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, do you have any, let's say, right now, any listing which you say, okay, that's that's you know, right now on the market, I definitely okay. recommend uh, someone who's looking yeah. in a nice area, which you would like yeah. to um, illustrate right now. 
Okay, so for example, again, I wanna like continue my property investment before. So there's a lot of investor who doesn't have like a really right platform to do or to invest their money in Bali because they don't have any company and set up a company in Bali is really, really expensive. Mm-hmm. So they they want to invest, they have the money, but they don't know how to do it. And normally in the, in real estate, in uh, real estate businesses, because the law and the regulation is always changing every year. So what the company offer you is we can, we have a way for you like that. So I have like few products, which is also in my website. You can check later. It's called property for investment. Property for investment is for the ones that they want to invest their money. For example, you want to invest your money for some villas. Like, this is nice, this is good. And then all the villas that we have there is really, really uh, high value. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to, like, running down, running down all the ROI, return, return of investment to you. How much do you have to pay and how much you're going to get in return? Okay, interesting. Wow. And property investment is for the daily rental, for example. Like, uh, you pay for one year in, in advance and yeah. then myself, my company, gonna gonna like offer you a few different uh, villas management that can manage your villas. Okay. That means mm-hmm. you are then, like, I'm, I'm putting on, uh, down the payments. Um, you say, okay, I'm gonna take care of the entire of the entire yep. uh, villa. I'm exactly. taking care that I have tenants. You you use Airbnb or what have you to have like short exactly. rentals, and I just uh, say, okay, perfect. Here's the capital, mm-hmm. and you say yep. we give you. And what do you know? Like the average ROI, which I as an investor can expect, yep. more or less. Okay, for the ROI, I'm I'm not gonna like. I always, I, I never sugar coding anything. So I always put 60% of the, uh, like, of the bookings, for example, for, for the occupations. Okay. So 60% is like neutral. Because in Bali, you have like a low season high and then peak, and then the prices are changes. I understand. That, yeah. That, that means I am, you, you say I'm getting. 60% of each booking, more or less, or? Uh, I'm not going to say that, but for like this, the, 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 uh, what is this here? The math or the calculations, I'm going to break down for you. Different villa has different value. Okay. But, yeah. uh, but, but, perhaps like, I'm going to say 40. No, 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 but, but, but more or less yeah. that to get an idea, this is what, the way you do it is more or less like taking, okay, you're getting a percentage of each booking. That's, that's, that's more or less the idea. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this, so, and, but, but, yes. but the percentage gonna, is, is very, very high. You know, it's very nice. Like, you know, between, even if you say like 40%, it's, yeah. it, it's a massive ROI. Yeah, it's a massive ROI. So I'm, I'm going to like, and, and that's, and that's normally, we counting it at the 60% of occupation. Okay. And you you just mentioned the the seasons. Um, do you do you have very strong fluctuations? 
Yeah, normally during uh, November and December, that's the peak season, like really, really high season. People always want to spend their New Year's in Bali. And okay. for the villas prices for, for, and because normally in yearly rental and in long-term rental, that doesn't matter. But for the short-term rental, that's really, really huge difference. Uh, I after after I quit in my French company, I went to the like a management villas company, and um, I don't like, I don't believe like how much money people really want to spend on a villa, hmm. just to to do their holiday here. Which is I found it really really understandable. They are here in holiday. They wanna get the best that they could, hmm. and yeah, in the peak season like. This uh November and December is could be like a one thousand well, one hundred more yeah. twice twice the price yeah. and then I think January mid until March is the low season so the price are really low oh. and then mm-hmm, April to June no April to June is I think the medium and then july to september high again september to mid of november is low again okay that's interesting is it because also of a rainy season or okay got it okay because otherwise i would have expected to have like uh, you know during because because you said before like there are a lot of europeans so you know coming to bali during the european winter yeah, and then European winter, right? <laughs> but but I understand the the, the wet and dry season, um, um, mm. which is which is definitely definitely a point. Um, apart from the um, rentals for investment, mm-hmm. if any other services which you would like to uh, to um, to yeah. um, illustrate. Okay, so uh, for long term rental uh, and then like a property investment, we also like taking care of some some of the villas for you for example if you for for you that for example you are new in bali yeah. and then you have nobody and then you don't trust nobody so we can we can like really being your manager as during your stay for one year mm-hmm. for starter like manager of the villa awesome and then yeah so if there's like a public or or uh like something wrong with the aircon you can contact us because in our in our contract we are taking care of our clients since the check-in until the checkout that's amazing that's really yeah good. from from the check-in until the checkout and then you can bother us like one year something like that yeah. uh, and then yeah there is like a, some contracts that uh, I'm not going to explain here like what what the obligation of the tenant and what the obligation of the landlord as well. But yeah, we're yeah. taking care of our client from like from the check-in until the checkouts. Yeah, and I think everyone uh, more or less like can get the picture. That's mm-hmm. uh, most probably some some uh, some general uh, yeah. terms which you which which um, which are quite common. Mm-hmm. Um, great, uh, Tiara. Do you have yeah. any um, last comments uh, to our audience? Uh, some some uh, some tips maybe for people for aspiring business owners. I think it's yeah. always uh, super uh, nice to talk to, especially like young uh, young entrepreneurs to uh, to make the leap. And even if even when people say, "Ah, okay, you're so young. Yeah. Why are you a business owner?" Well, maybe because the others are yeah. only only lazy or, or also just a little bit jealous. So I really like it. 
Or do you have any tips to other to potential investors or to to um, to people who want to make okay. a vacation in in, uh, in Bali? Sure. For what what I'm gonna say to the investors right now is, if you wanna invest your money in Bali, if you don't have, if you in doubt or if you not sure is it gonna take off or not. Before you put so much money in like leasehold or in a longer rental, rent first. Mm -hmm. For the starter, if you want to open a restaurant or you want to open a bar before you sign up for 30 years contract of the building, rent first for the first few years. So you're going to see like what, what kind of um, market that you are in. And then I'm not going to say like Bali is like up and down. It's always busy always been busy every year get busier but you have never know like the trend is always comes and goes like for a starter because before like mexican bar or mexican um club is so popular and right now they are dead yeah. something like that yeah. so before you know like before you put so much money into it rent first or um get like professional advice from like really really know the market yeah um yeah just do it <laughs> that's amazing just do it awesome yeah Jera, how can people who are interested to contact you how can they contact you okay so uh you can contact me and find me on my website is www.primepropertybali.com mm -hmm. and then our email is info at primepropertybali.com so like uh it's easy to find us there because that's our our instagram and our facebook also in there so Perfect. great our whatsapp number this and that awesome. also in there i'll i'll uh, put all, everything into the description so that people can directly contact you yes thank you so much yeah <laughs> Tiara, thank you so much for your time today it's been uh, it's mm -hmm. been a pleasure super interesting to get an idea of uh, for me personally mm -hmm. of bali yeah uh, thank you so much for the entire in-depth information yeah. about um, also not uh -huh. only Bali itself, the real estate market, where the tourists are, where the tourists are not, um, also the real estate uh, pricing uh, trends yeah. and also your services, which I think is super helpful for people who mm -hmm. just are not ex as experienced in Bali and need like a very strong assistance, which um, yeah. I think you definitely will provide. Thank you so much for having me, Michael. And as I'm gonna say, the last for people, Bali is not as bad as you think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but because like people still come anyway, and then this is like I think this is really, really uh up up high country or city. Yeah. Right now at yeah. the moment. No, I mean, I, I, I told you before. Uh, since I, mm. since I talked to you, I definitely, um, mm. definitely want to want to visit the, this island. Definitely. Yeah, you're not gonna regret it. <laughs> no, for sure not. Okay. So, thank yeah. you so much. Have a nice day. Yeah? Thank you so much. You okay. too. Bye bye. bye, -bye.